This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? It's Kid Fury. Just want to remind you of our sponsors over at Hulu Plus. Right now, as always, if you go to HuluPlus.com slash three and use the extended free trial gift that they've got, you can get your life with lots of shows, including Scandal, Legend of Korra, and whatever else it is that you want to watch. So go and check it out right now. HuluPlus.com slash three. And let's get our show started. All right. Back again. Three. Hi, everybody. I am Amina Butterflies Bangs. And I am Melanie45221. And this is Three. Yay. And today I'm extremely excited because we have a special guest, someone who I admire because he talks shit just like I do, and no one's going to do anything about it. Oh, no, they'll try to do something about it, but that's why you got to have security and stuff <laughs> to protect you from the people trying to do something about it. They Everyone, do. welcome Charlemagne, the guy. Yes, the prince of pissing people off, the ruler rubbing you the wrong way, the architect of aggravation. Thank, thank you for having me. I'm a fan of the read, FYI. I was going to say, actually, thank you for coming, and thank you for being one of the few industry niggas out here who is not fake as fuck, because I remember when I came up here before I moved, and we were at um, like auditions for- MTV, it was uh, the Hip Hop POV. Right, yep. and I didn't even know Charlamagne was going to be in there, and he walked in, and one of the first things he said was, oh, yo, Kid Fury. Everybody, there was a lot of people in that room who were acting like they didn't know who I was. And I'm a little kid from Miami, so I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, I'm just going to sit over here in the corner. Yeah. And he was like, so thank you. Yeah, people try to act like, you know, internet personalities don't exist, but, you know, at the time you were just the internet personality. Not saying just the internet personality, but, you know, right. you've grown into Kid Fury, you know? The internet is a big deal. I don't know why people act like the internet isn't a big deal. It's, it's the way of the world. It pretty much is. It yeah. is the world. And hence this show. It's so, so yes. crazy. Yes. Yes. Thank you for coming. Now we're going to talk about all of these other famous niggas. Listen. So, Lord. Crystal, I guess you can sit this one out. Yeah. Because I know how you feel. I mean, because I personally got up on this show like four times and mm. preached for this nigga, and I just can't do it no more. Like, I just. I've tried to help. I I've, give the fuck up. I have suggested Eat, Pray, Love, and I just, I feel like he's. Who are you talking about now? Chris Brown. Oh, okay is just content on pissing us off. So apparently he got into or allegedly got into an altercation in D.C. and was arrested for punching some man in the face. Right. The man says that he was trying to get a picture or something and I've heard several different stories of who hit whom first and Chris Brown said something about gay shit. All I know is the nigga was in jail and Trey Songs went to go <laughs> visit his baby. What the fuck was that? What the fuck? Where Trey was Trey Songz Songz going? Like what? That's that Virginia connection, man. VA. You know they got to hold each other down. They both was in D.C. at the same VD. time. Okay. Why not? 
I mean, it just it looked real. It looked real familiar to me. Like he very much looked like Erica going to visit Scrappy. Right. <laughs> you know, like. But I mean, I'm not gonna talk about Trey songs like that. I don't know that young woman, but. They have reduced the felony charge to a misdemeanor charge, which is very much like all of the things that go on in Chris Brown's legal life. But now they're saying he could be in trouble with um, L.A. County because they're trying to investigate and see whether or not he revoked his... I just want the nigga to go to prison now. Yeah, I don't care anymore. It can still be a probation violation uh, because even if you're arrested and not convicted, it still could be a violation of right. probation. Damn. Yeah. But all I, from whooping Rihanna's ass. All from whooping Rihanna's still. ass. Still. Putting them speed knots on Rihanna's forehead. I call Chris <laughs> Brown uh, the 2013 Bobby Brown. So I call him Bobby Beige. You know? Yeah. The problem with Chris Brown was, and I Bobby like Chris Brown. Beige. But after he put them speed knots on Rihanna's forehead, he should have did a gospel album. He should have did a gospel album, got low. <laughs> he shouldn't have got no tattoos. And then he should have came back and took over the pop world. Wait, yeah, that's kind of true. Who the Why hell he... was going to buy a Chris Brown gospel it, album it at like the age of 19? It though. wasn't about this uh, selling the album. It was just about changing your perception, changing right. your image. Like mm-hmm. you you had to throw yourself on the cross for real, for real. Like you got to wow. throw yourself on the cross like I am saved. I'm a change man. The it's, only thing this nigga needs is Jesus. That's it. Look at y'all. That's it. Look. You know what? I'm mad because this sounds like it might actually could have worked. It could have. But you know what he did that was wrong? He embraced that bad boy image. Getting all those tattoos, claiming Pyru and all that other stuff. Now he's looked at <laughs> as a minister society. Yeah. He's looked at as a minister society. That's why you said you want to see him go to prison now. I do. Like, I don't care anymore. I don't want him to go to prison. I want. I really want him to get help. But well, he doesn't want any fucking I help. I can't do nothing else for him. When people are like, Chris Brown should go to jail, all I can say is, okay. It's nothing else you can say anymore. It's right, he, I can't even argue. That, that young excuse is out the window. He's a 24-year-old grown-ass man. And it's like, yo, he, he don't get that sympathy card anymore for being young. I understand exactly how Chris Brown got to this point in his life. I see all the different shit in his life that went wrong and all the shit that's fucked up, but still nigga everybody goes through shit you still can't go around whooping niggas asses whenever you feel like oh, it absolutely so. not. destiny is a matter of uh choice not chance and he just makes okay. very poor decisions and the people around him kind of enable that because there Definitely. is no reason for chris brown to be putting his hands on nobody, nobody. If somebody gets close to chris one security guard supposed to pull chris away and the other security guard supposed to knock him the f out and you know what was so ironic about this situation <laughs> he tweeted uh, our sister Kanye West and he told yep. Kanye on yep. September 27th you need to get you some streets you need to get you some security or some real street niggas to handle the bullshit for sure you. Sure did. Take your own advice Chris. <laughs> That's what you need to do. I mean doesn't he wow. run around California acting like he's in a, in blood gang anyway or is he? I don't really know anything. Like don't you have a whole bunch of gangster friends? Why are people whooping ass for you? What you should be doing if somebody raises your voice. Why do people voice, even get that close to Chris Brown? That's what I'm if saying. If someone raises their voice to Chris Brown he should just place his hand to his head and fall out like a queen and just be like oh my god what was me? Or since you get into a fight every time you and go out maybe you need them. to just stay your ass at home Maybe sometimes you need to stay it ain't nothing wrong with making it a blockbuster night netflix night whatever the have fuck you Karuchi need to do have make that easy mat you can rent and movies no. on itunes nigga yes. it is no excuse yes. you know what i don't understand about celebrities they have enough money to do things that we can't do anything they can go get a a, a, a villa in anguilla and just go away from everybody. They have money to isolate themselves. They don't have to do regular nigga shit like that unofficial Negro holiday called Howard Homecoming. They don't have. He, he don't have to be there. He could have got his money and left. He ain't had to be there. 
I cannot wait a time so wealthy where I can just be like everyone's pissing me off. I'm These niggas have movie. We saw it on Cribs. These niggas got movie theaters and bowling alleys and shit in their houses, nigga. Why is you? Chris going Brown out? gets so bored that he just paints monsters and Pac Man shit on the side of his house. Like you have yeah, enough money to just true. go the fuck away and mind your own business and just stay out of all of this bullshit. I don't understand how and this yeah, keeps happening. And yeah, you don't. And yeah, you don't. And then he goes to court and tweets, "I love you, Team Breezy," and all these little twelve-year-old girls go out there. Did you see them deluded assholes on the steps of the it. courthouse? I couldn't do it. But see, that's the problem with social media too, because social media makes it to where you don't have to a- a- acknowledge the bullshit that you do, because you have so many people giving you positive reinforcement no right. matter what you do. Exactly. If R. Kelly would have had Twitter when he peed on that little girl, oh, it would have never been no step in the name of love, because he would have <laughs> felt like he didn't have to make that kind of record to get everybody back on his side. He uh. just kept coming out with dang ignitions and bullshit like that. That's true. That's true. That's actually very Damn. true. Well, I mean, I don't have anything else for Chris Brown. I still suggest that he, you know, fly away to yeah. some Senegal. I don't know. Just mind your business. Chris got to save himself at this point. Nigga, you got to separate yourself from all the bullshit and get away from it. He's got to... Listen, I love Chris Brown. I think he's an amazing talent, but we all know Chris <laughs> Brown should be on Beyonce level. That's what I actually said to Crystal the other day that I feel like he could be iconic. I'm not going to give him Beyonce. I think he could have been. He could have been. And he I should he, be way bigger than what yes, he is. Right. You he could have been. Remember the double mint commercial? The, the double, double mint commercial. Double commercial. The nigga had just did the thing with Elmo. We just did this like last he week. He had the white people's money. He had him. Right there. He, he had, had him. White people loved Chris Brown. He was light-skinned. He was cute. He could dance. He wasn't threatening to their little white girls. What? Nigga, you hit the jackpot. Chris and Rihanna would have been the biggest celebrity couple out if Chris had never put speed knots on Rihanna's forehead. I just... It just don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. I don't have anything else for you, bro. Good, Good luck. luck. God bless you, Chris. So, in news that really kind of, sort of, not really matters, Sierra's engaged to, what's his face? Do you hear the crickets? Neutrogena. What yeah. a, um, future. Future. Don't do that. She got a 15-carat diamond. This is the thing. The only thing I have to say about Sierra's engagement is, you know, great for y'all. Congratulations. And I feel as though this is going to be Sierra's excuse to really not put any effort for her yeah. musical career. Yeah. This is going to be like, I have to now. hold my man down. And if she's and pregnant? It. Oh, girl, good night. Her career was already half dead any damn way. Half dead? Her career was dead. What was the last, what was the single she put out that kind of put that body party? Body party. That That's kind, what brought it back. That revitalized That's it for a, a little second. bit, and then she was just like, "Well, fuck everything else." Sierra thinks fuck I don't it. like her, but it's not that I di- I dislike her. I just state my honest opinion. Right. And honestly, I believe that it's a curse of Sierra. Think about it. Everybody she's ever dealt with has gone ice cold. She dated Amari Stoudemire. His knees ain't been the same since. She dated Bow Wow. Now that nigga's on 106 Park. She dated 50 Cent. 50 Cent ain't had a hit record since. However, 50 Cent is still very, very rich. He's still very rich, but he, he, he made all that money. He first. don't have that. He don't have that thing called relevancy like that anymore. Uh, well, you know, I love 50 Cent, but he's ice cold musically right now. Yeah. Future better watch out, because that curse of Sierra is real. And he's making a lifetime commitment to that curse. Wait a minute. He got kicked off the Drake tour. Like, look. But he and got put back it's on. Already the begin- right. But, I mean, yeah. it's a rocky situation. Yeah. Why you even put yourself up? Did you see that he accidentally there? tweeted his number the other day? And somebody no. was like, Sierra is sitting back trying to figure out who he was trying to DM. <laughs> oh, Lord. I wish him the best. Though. My nickname for them is Future in the Past. What? <laughs> That's my nickname for them. God bless them. I wish them the best. May y'all live happily ever after. Now let me say matrimony. this: I saw Sierra before we all have the super C stands are killing us on the internet. I saw Sierra perform at the, this motherfucker is down. That 
is genius. I'm sorry. At the you? MTV VMA CoverGirl party, <laughs> and she did a really good job. But oh, yeah, she did. Random do a good job. live performances of you doing a good job does not sustain a career. Oh, no. She's a so, hell of a talent, but yeah. just nobody cares. Right. We live in a F Sierra era. is another one who I felt like could, I don't know if no, no, iconic, but Sierra could have been a bigger star than she is now. To me. Yeah, yeah. she could have like been a baby Janet. She should have yeah. just kept feeding She could have been Faye. Janet Jr. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because she's beautiful. She can dance her ass off. She can't really sing, but you, but know, that's all right. you don't need that nowadays. Yeah. You're yeah, right. Sure don't. You're as right. long as you got some hits, you basically Rihanna. Well, she's got a big ring, and I think she's still friends with the Kardashians, so I guess. Oh, yeah. I heard fun. about how this whole wedding thing is being coordinated, and all the pictures and shit were like exclusive to E and I'm yeah. like Sierra called Kim and Kim was like let me show you how to do it yeah. I'm finna call them niggas at E and for 15% I'm gonna have your wedding on TV girl and that's just that's just it and now all of a sudden Sierra is on fucking E because who gives a shit if niggas don't care about Sierra I know white people don't give a fuck Hell about Sierra no. so the only reason Sierra's engagement ring is on E news is because of Kim Kardashian and don't nobody at E know who Future is <laughs> I can promise you that. That much I'm certain of. Okay. But congratulations. So, yeah, whatever. Um, Young Jeezy is being sued by Hell's Angels, which I believe is a motorcycle club. And I didn't actually know that Jeezy had the clothing line. Yeah, H732. It's like big and like... What's up with Jeezy and his love of numbers? It's big TM and where? 103, 80, yeah. wait, he likes... Okay. It's big in like countries like, you know, you know like when the Super Bowl's played... And the, mm-hmm. and the team that lose the Super Bowl, they send all the merchandise to those like third you world countries. You know what? I yeah. thought actually, you was no, about to be is. so funny. Yeah, I actually it's, thought he was really giving. <laughs> no, no, it is. Eight seven thirty two is big in countries like that. I thought this motherfucker was about to be for real. Anyway, so they're being sued because of a jacket or something they made. Hell's Angels said that the clothing line stole their Death Head logo. And if you look at Jeezy's clothes and their jackets, it really is the exact same thing. Although yeah. TMZ was like, oh, it's not an exact ripoff. Nigga, the only difference is that they <laughs> changed the name. Like, it's literally the same shit. Yeah. So. And that's, I mean, that's a clear copyright, like, violation. You're right. fucked. So, I mean, I don't really know, but Hell's Angels said that they've made a decent amount of money from these jackets and they want each and every single dime. Well. Jeezy's smart though, because Jeezy know don't don't nobody know what his clothing line look like in America. So he thought he, <laughs> he thought he could get that eight seven thirty two cent to them third world countries and nobody would notice. I honestly do not want to show Jeezy, but I had no idea that he had clothes. Me I either. Didn't know what they were called? I've never seen these. I want to know under what circumstances the people at Hell's Angel found out that this was in existence. Like, because it just don't seem like young Jeezy's demo, whoever the fuck that may yeah, be. Yeah, how the fuck they figured that out? And Hell's Angels would have even came across one another. The Hell's Angels got family in Honduras or South Africa or wherever <laughs> they be shipping them clothes. You know what? Uh, that's what it is. So, I mean, I if it makes them feel better, both jacks are ugly. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that will do anything for them, but. I mean, I don't know. Good luck, Jeezy. That's one of my top five favorite rappers of all time, FYI, though. Yeah. Young Jeezy. Love Jeezy. How do you feel about Drake? I'm not a fan of Drake at all. I, I just, he don't move me. Like, everybody gets upset with me when I say that, but I'm like, yo, I don't have to be a fan of his music. Yeah, I, you don't have to. I don't dig it. Like, now don't get me wrong, he got bars that I like. Like, it's certain things that he says that I've never heard a rapper say, and I'm like, yo, that was dope, but I'm just not a fan. I'm not riding around bumping Drake's albums. Like, yeah. no, that ain't me. I saw some clips from his concert 
Would you like a tour? I'm still so mad that that tour is called Would You Like a Tour? I don't know why I thought I was joking. It's It's just so light-skinned and polite. Like, who does that? <laughs> Isn't it? Can I have just... permission to come to your city and perform for you, please? Would you like to? Because, I mean, if it's, if it's all like right with you. Would you like to give me your money? You don't have yeah, to exactly. say yes. Would you like to buy tickets? I mean, you don't have to, but I would appreciate right. it if you did. Like, oh, is that man. nigga from the old Chris Rock bit about would you like to suck my balls or would you please suck my balls? I forgot all about Drake that. Is that nigga. Drake is that nigga who asked for permission before he do anything. Drake to me is just like... And that's fun. I really enjoy his music and I think that this whole emotional shit is like shtick. But I feel like at his core, he's a nerd. No, no, no. He's, he just looks so awkward to yes. me on stage. He's, like, he's just, he seems real aki. He's definitely an emotional nerd. Like, I always say, like, even when he sings, I don't know if y'all remember the Cosby show. It was an old episode of the Cosby show when Sandra Huxtable was depressed over Elvin, and she was in the room singing, The flowers have died. Yes. There is okay. no I remember this. Yes. The cricket sings sad love songs, <laughs> and I feel so blue. That's yes. great. That's Drake's whole aura. His yeah. aura is Sandra Huxtable in the room, depressed, crying over Elvin. I'm I, impressed I that you remember that, that whole song, though. It reruns on Nick at night all the damn time. <laughs> I'm impressed. All right. Shout out to Drake. Listen, so I wasn't sure if I was going to do this as my read, but Mm-mm. I'm not because I have something else to talk about. Okay, great. But um, Julianne Huff this is not- took Halloween to a whole new level. Um, she dressed up as one of my favorite characters from Orange is the New Black, Crazy Eyes, mm-hmm. who is played by, I don't remember how to pronounce her name. Charlamagne, have you seen that show? I love Orange is the New Black. That I, was my did shit. Did you see the whole season? you damn right. I, I did. I sat down and watched episodes. the whole thing in one weekend. It took me two. Damn. I mean, the whole thing. So good. So, it was like, it seemed like her whole little dance with the stars click was dressed as the cast. And she decided to be crazy eyes and paint herself brown. I just don't understand why in 2013 we still have to tell white people that blackface is offensive. Why do we? Why are we still going through this? I don't even think they know. That's the, that's no, they know. No, they, they know. know it. No, they they know. know. We have been telling white people not to do blackface since the 60s. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you, and this could just be me. I think it's two people holding on to racism. Old, old white people. In all black people. <laughs> like, we're holding on to racism. Like now, 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 that doesn't offend me. You know why? Because if that was a movie and she was playing a role, you wouldn't get mad. You don't get mad at uh, Sean and Marlon when they dress up as white chicks. So why are we getting mad at her for dressing up like a black girl? Oh, boy. That's not blackface to me. That's There's... her actually. She's a character. Crazy Eyes is a black woman with cross eyes, and she's in character. No, nah, the thing about playing a character is that you don't have to darken your skin. I was just going to say that. You see, like, I'm looking right here at these girls and this little crew. I can see the lesbian. I can see porn stash up in here somewhere. Here he go. Like, I see Alex. I see all the characters. Those are all white all characters. she would have had to do, though, is just do her hair like this, and I would have known exactly who she was. I get it. So I, I just it. don't, I don't, like, and to me, it's like, if you work in Hollywood and you're a white person, you know that blackface is offensive. How old is she, though? Blackface is old enough to know. Better. Are you like trying to make excuses for this? <laughs> no, but I'm saying blackface was in, in the time of the minstrel show. That was sold. Half those people weren't even born. But we go it through don't this ma- every Slavery October. was way before any of us were born. It ain't like that. Don't make give an excuse for us to not know about it. Every October we go through this though, because every October there are some white people who who do this exact same thing and say they don't know what you're talking about. And black people all over the country, and what all did over I the world, tell say y'all? all the time, stop doing this shit. And then her brother who. 
I didn't even know this queen was actually related to her. But her brother, Derek, spoke out and because she apologized or whatever. And he was like, oh, she's so hurt and she's just so sorry and she's so apologetic. I really don't think she thought she was doing something oh, wrong. Oh, that's Amber's partner on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Him. Okay. Now, Why did none of y'all say, hey, I see what you're going for, but let's talk about this first. Like, what's, what's like going on Like, you had a head? whole crew of friends with you and nobody. Nobody was like, hey. But that's my point. They don't think she's doing anything wrong. She probably didn't say, I'm doing this because I want to offend people. I'm doing it in malice. She really thought that was a good idea. Maybe she really did how think is it that was a possible? good idea. I don't even understand how that's possible. No. I don't even get how white people could not know that black people was going to have a problem with that in 2013. I was just saying today how I'm over, you know, like people being obsessed with sexual orientation and, and bigotry and all And that race shit. and all that other no, shit. No, but I'm talking of, yeah, but just like prejudice in general. Prejudice in general. So late. Like I, I, but it's the same to me, like these two white girls that y'all keep putting in my fucking mentions who were like, oh, we're, me and my friend are niggers for Halloween. That's the same though. thing. That, that was like, was funny. Don't no, act like you did not, not laugh when I you did saw not it. Laugh. I didn't laugh. I, I laughed mad. my ass off when I saw that I didn't shit. laugh. I did not But laugh I wasn't mad. <laughs> I wasn't angry. I was like, look at this I was two. mad at the Trayvon costume. No, that was fucked up. Yeah, oh, that was oh, so now- no, 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 no. That was fucked up because you're making fun of somebody dying. Like that it, it's not the fact that it, it was a black white thing because he was pretending to be George Zimmerman too. It was the fact that you're really making fun of a young life like that. Like that, a young life means nothing to you. So the racial yeah. aspect of it doesn't have any effect on you at all. No, but somebody getting killed, that young man, because his parents got to see that, his family members got to see that. Like if somebody go, if one of his family members was to drive down to Florida right now and kick those two white boys' asses that dress like that. I wouldn't have no problem. But with you that. realize the only reason they dress like that is because Trayvon is black. Like the only reason they even did that whole costume. I mean, the whole everything connected with the case is about race. I, no, I don't believe that. You it, don't think? No, so? no, no. Because it's, 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 that's not the first time I've seen something done like that in poor taste. I remember when Tom Green dressed up like Hitler and went walking through a Jewish old oh, folks Jesus. home. I remember and that they too. got he was done after that. You ain't seen from Tom Green since. That was in poor taste. Tom Green is also a comedian who probably thought he was. But being that wasn't funny. funny. No, no, it's, no, it's not. not. It's nothing Julianne funny about. Julianne Hough probably thought that this shit was cute, and the bitch was incorrect. That's all I'm trying to say. Like to me, I don't even really like when I saw this. I wasn't offended. And I, was I met just, that actress at Black Girls Rock, and I wanted to, like, I didn't want to ask her about it, but I thought about it, like. You know how much she feels seeing a white girl dress up as her for Halloween, which I'm sure a lot of them are doing. White people love the show. But then to just take it that extra step too far. Charlemagne don't give a shit about it. A lot of other black people do. <laughs> but I'm just saying, what's the difference? Like, okay, what's the difference between Sean and Marlon dressing up as as white girls? What if white girls were to say, I see, what if white I girls would say, I don't, we, we don't act like that. Or what if when, we and they when, did. Or what if when people pretend to be homosexuals, like how uh, men on film used to do. And homosexuals are like, we don't move like that. And they did right. That's well, what like you're I've always there's a there's a it's okay for there to be consequences to what you do. There were consequences to white chicks. White girls was mad about that movie. There was consequences to men on film. It's consequences right. anytime you mock somebody. So now that Julianne Huffton put herself in brown makeup, she has to deal with the consequences of niggas having something to say about this it. This is the thing. I say all the time. Let people be offended by what they want to be offended by. You can't control whether or not somebody is offended you by whatever can. the fuck. Absolutely. This did not offend me, and neither do those little white girls saying niggers and pandas. That didn't offend me either. <laughs> nah. What it did do was annoy the fuck out of me because what I'm looking at is like, 
like some dumb white bitch. It was right. That's what I'm looking like. Y'all just look stupid. You know, and <laughs> either you know that you're being offensive and you're a fucking idiot, or you don't know that you're gonna offend people and you're a fucking idiot for that. Right. If you choose, if like if you know that you're gonna offend all these people and you choose to do it anyway, that's your own fucking business. And she claims that she didn't know, whatever. I find it incredible that you had like 12 people with you and no one said Julianne hey girl let's talk about this and like liberal ass California or whatever like how did this even but you know what really made me laugh about those two white girls what do they how do they view niggas for them to put on Twitter that's what we are for Halloween niggas they said it like we cartoon characters or something like right (laughs) it was just straight up like that's how you can't tell me that they weren't trying to be offensive Julianne Huff may not have been trying to offend them two Julian little white hoes on Twitpic was trying to piss they were off. trolling Twitter right. that's all they were doing every time I see some shit like that it's like y'all know that they're yeah. they're doing this shit for yeah. a reaction you doing that why to piss do you stop off. putting that shit in my fucking mentions I'm not tweeting them dumb bitches I'm not talking about this shit they're doing it because they want y'all to talk about it and that's what they're doing she could have done the exact same shit but you know this all maybe bo- her team's losing this all boils down to dumbass adults dressing up for Halloween that girl right there would not be, uh, have this problem with black people if adults would stop dressing up for Halloween. Halloween is for Satan worshippers and little kids. What? Well, I can't that's really what Halloween say that. is for. Look at you. It's for Satan worshippers and little kids, I not for adults. I don't even think that's true. I like. Well, I think I mean, that's, it's like some I don't like shit dressing up for Halloween, but I'm having a Halloween party tonight, and I hope y'all dress up. And I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. So, Charlamagne, <laughs> you don't dress up ever? Hell no. I look like a nigga. I am a nigga. I'm already scary. Let me ask you a question. Be honest with you. What's scarier than a nigga? A whole lot of things. Okay. A, rep- a rich Republican white man no. in the middle of Kansas no, is scarier no, than no. any nigga. Hey, they not they not outside the radio station asking hey, for drops. I don't got security <laughs> for them rich white Republicans. I got security for these niggas. These niggas are the biggest detriment to my well-being right now in 2013. Sorry. <laughs> and it's the difference between African Americans and niggas. It's oh, the difference Lord. between blacks and niggas. Chris Rock tried to tell y'all years ago, but y'all didn't listen. Okay? Niggas achieved Keith them. Let me tell y'all something. You know segregation. <laughs> segregation was a great concept that was poorly executed. You know what? I can't even get mad at you because you're using the same word. You're saying the same thing I say, but using it is. words that I wouldn't use. Segregation, <laughs> segregation was a great concept that was poorly executed. It shouldn't have been about race. It should have been about behavior. Because you don't want to be around Chief Keith, them. Okay, no. Tell me I'm lying. Get this. Tell me I'm lying. If you walk into a restaurant and you saw Chief Keith, them in there, you'd leave. You'd like, I don't oh. actually know what Chief Keith looked like, so. But maybe you know. He has the, the medium Wale dreads and okay. they cover his eyes. Okay. Like you would walk out if you saw Chief Keith That's and his enough. gang in the TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah. I mean. What do you think like- VIP is? And first class and all that other stuff. You trying to get away from niggas and it ain't just black people people think the n-word is just black people the kardashians are niggas to me <laughs> honey boo boo them is niggas to me jersey shore jersey <laughs> shore is a bunch of niggas to me big tip texas niggas to me they niggas yeah Whoa. it ain't about race it's about behavior those are niggas i don't want to be around none of them teresa judice is a nigga too nigga so See, i mean i don't necessarily agree but i know exactly what you're saying so i'm not even nigger like behavior no i get it i 100 get it i'm just i'm not even arguing with you right now i'm just like yep all i'm saying because is, ever since i implemented your no niggas after 5 p.m policy my life has been a lot better listen, i can't even front and it ain't about race it's about behavior don't <laughs> fuck with these niggas after five o'clock I'm done Don't after five. Time with nothing stupid. Like, I can entertain your dumb shit till 5 p.m. That's and then it. after that, motherfucker, I'm out. Don't text me. Listen, after 5 o'clock, all I get is a bunch of texts about, hey, can you host my mixtape? <laughs> hey, 
Can uh, you you do this party at West in West Bubblefuck for from twelve to one for three hundred dollars? No, nigga, I'm busy. <laughs> if Miley All Cyrus right. dressed up as Nicki Minaj, Miley's a nigga. Miley dressed up as Nicki and did a great job and did not put on no fucking blackface, and I, though. And it's ironic as fuck. Isn't it? Because that's it, all the bitch wants. Isn't it how just a few, several weeks ago, I was up here actually defending Miley Cyrus and saying, Miley Cyrus is cool. She dressed, dressed up as Nicki Minaj, had a great costume, and didn't do blackface. And now it's just like, I want to punt Miley Cyrus off the face of the what fucking Miley earth. Do? No, wh- what What? Huh? What Miley do no, mean? No, listen, I used to not be a fan of Miley Cyrus because I thought that she was a wannabe. I thought she was a poser. But then I saw her documentary. Oh, she, I didn't watch it. Oh, it was great. I it was seen great. It I wish I didn't watch it because it made me my all my views change of her. So all the great material I have for her, I can't even use no more. Really? But yes, because Pharrell said some real shit on that. He said she's a 20-year-old girl that grew up in the South on hip-hop. She's just a byproduct of America. She's not trying to be black. She's not even trying to be white. She's just trying to be. And when you watch that documentary, you really realize she's really authentic. That's who she is. I don't believe that. I, I haven't. I mean, I haven't I seen believe it, that so she I can't has comment. Lots of of black friends. I think that she is influenced by hip hop culture. I also think that a lot of the bullshit that we're seeing now is just her trying too hard. I don't think that she just is not about that life. And she don't get high and she don't like black people and rap. I just think she is trying too hard to be like a nigga. And I just don't like, you don't have to do all of that. I don't even know if she really is. Cause think about it. The person we saw I'm all in the these club years, with my J's on popping Molly. That's like, not, but listen, okay. Well, we're black, right? Why do black people always <laughs> gravitate towards the bullshit? So that's a black thing, because you're in the club popping Molly's and because you wear Jordan's, you're a black no, thing? No, but we Twerking are the ones who, thing? we introduced popping Molly's to the culture. That term, not really. Not, not the doing of it, the term popping Molly's. Okay. That well, came along because of black people. The thing about it is, Twerking like, actually is some black people Black shit. people who are offended by that, I well, just me personally, I'm not offended because I'm saying that black people are ratchet and that's us. I'm saying that all of that ratchet shit that you're doing is a part of black culture. So, but, but why it's does not it have to be? Black, because well, that's where it came that's from. That's just ratchet culture. It don't have to be black. Okay, being president of the United States is part of black culture then. Owning network is part of black culture because Oprah and Diddy got networks. Bob Johnson had a network. Why do we always embrace the bullshit and be like, oh, that's black. When I look at it, <laughs> it just black. looks like... Some black shit. Yeah. So you are basically we... admitting niggas ain't shit. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't have a dog in this fight. But when you're like... You know, twerking against Juicy J and Mike will made it. I think it. Miley is is most definitely doing everything she can to appropriate black culture. I don't think it's necessarily what deliberate. Is, that's what I want to I don't know, think she's I don't think she's like trying to piss off black people. Yeah, I neither. think she's trying to be different and she's experimenting with all this different sh- shit and a lot of it is nigga shit. So then like we get I mad. Said, remember when she performed in the VMAs or something right before all of this nigga shit and she was pink and she had on her leather jackets and spikes and she was performing rock songs and all of a sudden yeah. it was like, you know no, what? No, 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 I think she's doing no. a lot of different I, shit. I, I, I peeped this from Miley seven months ago. Her and Justin Bieber. I knew they was going on that nigga path. But I thought that was going to be the downfall of them. I saw Justin Bieber doing it. Now, tell I, I want to know what is black culture, though, Chris. I, do, I need to know. I think that when I'm talking about Miley Cyrus in spe- in particular appropriating black culture, I'm talking about the way that she, specifically her VMA performance and how she had like this whole setup with these black girls and calling herself twerking and whatever other shit on um, whatever she was doing with Paula Patton's husband and 
all the different this bangers title for her album and how she claims to be working with all these different black producers i feel like everything she's doing she's trying to take like the black parts of it without understanding what she's doing or even actually giving a she fuck did about a remix it. to a song where the hook is nigga i ain't worried about nothing she's she not even nigga, i know she's she did allegedly it, on this she's... new slaves remix which i don't even don't even get me or started a black on skinhead like, right a just... black skinhead i feel like she's tr- she, i feel like she's trying to take nigga shit without having any idea of what she's doing and, and being like this is my shit but this is what I think we gotta do it's not just hip hop is not a, just a black thing anymore hip hop is a culture it's not just a musical genre it is a culture that is transcended yeah, I'm not races saying that. I'm not saying that hip hop isn't you know is is just black stuff like it's just ours no, I don't think that at all I think that she's trying too hard I think there are lots of white musicians who are extremely influenced Lana Del Rey is influenced by hip hop music but you don't see Lana Del Rey with gold teeth in her mouth and cornrows doing splits and shit on stage. But Katy, like, yo, Katy Perry, Katy, Katy Perry, Perry. Katy, Katy, I Katy, love Katy Perry. And Katy Perry was a white ass mess for that grill she wore at the VMAs. Why though? Wait, What's she wore grills at the VMAs. You didn't see her on the VMAs with that damn with that shit. No oh, well, white people have loved gold teeth for like. Madonna I'll, does will, that shit too. It's I just will like, let that listen, I, if Katy want to wear grills, cool. You know why? Because I love the suburbs. I love cul de sacs. So I want to live there with the white people. If she wants to rock a grill like blacks, let her. I'm not boycotting Katy Perry or nothing. I'm not mad. I, mean, I don't even think I said anything about Katy Perry and the grill. I just look at it and I think that's another black girl who thinks it's cute to do something she saw you know, black people an, doing. An example, you have like the Katy Perry and then you have Crayshawn. There's just some shit that we can do, and then yeah. there's some, some shit like where it's some, like, and sometimes y'all take it too damn. Yeah, Crayshawn's a product of her environment, though. She grew up in Oakland, where everybody says the word nigga. Mexicans, blacks. She probably don't even realize she white till somebody told her. I've heard that from a lot of <laughs> different serious? white people. I've heard that from a lot of different white people, and that's fine. That's how you grew up, and that's fine. Okay, so I now you about said to grow the up. Same thing. So I now you about to they do. They asked me about it. Crayshawn was like around around the same time that I did that hip-hop POV audition. They asked me what I felt about that. And I was like, I understand that some people are just a product of their environment. And some white people and Mexican and, you know, Asian people just don't realize whatever they say it because that's what they're around. But it's like you have to come to a point where you you realize that you're just doing a whole I mean, lot. we're all a product of our environments, but we all have to grow up and take a look at the world exactly. around us and the world as a bigger picture. We all do. I think the world has evolved and we don't realize it. You know when I realized the world evolved? When Barack Obama got voted into the White House two times in a row. Now, don't get me wrong. If you look at the last election, it was very split, you know, but that's just the way the world is. You got, you know, 48% of the country who rides with Barack 46% of the country who rides with Mitt Romney. But I think that, let's be clear, black people didn't get Barack Obama in the White House. We no. helped. But it, took, it took a mass majority of Americans, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, whoever, to vote Barack Obama in the White House. I think that right there shows you that people are moving forward and they're looking beyond race. We're still the ones that's holding on to those labels. Oh, Lord. It, it comes a point in time where you have to unlabel yourself. You can't just say, I'm a black man, I'm a white man, I'm Asian, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm Christian, I'm Muslim. Why not just be? Just be a human. Period. You're so forward thinking. Because I don't want nobody... Yeah, but be- not everyone thinks that way. Listen, like I said, I don't want nobody judging me. Yeah. Katy Perry want to wear, wear a grill? Let her wear a grill. Because guess what? I want to be in a higher tax bracket. I want to live... <laughs> like right now, my, 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 my neighbors on... Listen, my neighbors on the left are Asians. My neighbors on the right are Jewish. I'm the only black person on my block. Work. Do my friends get stopped every time they come through my neighborhood? Every time. But guess what? I love it. I love it. Okay. I love it. I went to Barney's last week, right? I went to Barney's just to walk through Barney's to see if I was going to get racially profiled. 
They didn't stop me at all. I walked outside and said, thank you, God. Thank you for how, how far you have taken me in my life. Maybe they recognized you. Maybe. But a win is a win. Okay. You know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but a win is a win. If it's a, a personal win. win or a win for the race, either way, a win is a, a win. win. You know, there's no such thing as winning for the race no more. I mean, I, I truly believe this, and this may y'all may think I'm crazy. No, I'm enjoying if this. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X would have looked at the type of African-American that exists right now, they wouldn't have marched for none of our black asses. The boondocks of the whole episode. The, that. Man, that was the greatest. Aaron Magruder is a genius for that. For that uh, episode of the Boom, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was was in a coma and he came alive. Mm. He left and went to Canada. He was like, these niggas is out of their mind. That same generation of black men has left a new generation of black children essentially fatherless. So I don't know <laughs> that I would look at the theoretics of funny. Martin She's Luther right. King. This, this, I always say this generation is the fatherless babies of the crack babies. <sighs> I'm just saying. This is the fatherless babies look of the Miley Cyrus. I wouldn't necessarily look at what they potentially may have done as like a barometer of of blackness. It's just, I mean, it's cool. I don't know. I, I don't, just, I'm I not, would I'm love it even. if everyone just thought this way and we could just let go and let God. But unfortunately, this is no. Not a lot of us are because listen, everybody that has that old school mentality is dying anyway. Those guys are 70, 80 years I think old. That's they're dying. True. I think the I think but the, then you the have political the idiot landscape kids is changing. That they teach the shit to who are in my mentions every day with their nigger costumes. But I think it's going to continuously get better. I think a yeah, lot of that too. old mentality is going away and it's just not gonna be. I think we're right around the corner from gays being married nationwide. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and yes. it'll be fine. And there's also nothing wrong with labels. There's nothing wrong with choosing to label label yourself however you want to. Something comes wrong when you start thinking that you're inferior or better than somebody because of who you are. But you don't have to think either. You know, my father used to always tell me, he used to say, you're never as good as they say you are and you're never as bad as they say you are. That's true. Period. Like, it's not about thinking you're better or even thinking that you're less. It's just about existing. How about we all just exist and see people for what they are? Period. I see you as a human being. I don't walk in this room and say, oh, Kid Fury, you're a gay man. Uh, Chris, you're a black woman. Uh, Charlamagne, you're an asshole. All I see is people. <laughs> that's it. Right, and that's very nice, but you are literally the only one. That's not. No, that's not true. Okay, well, the, the number of you who don't see people as anything. No, a lot of people think that way, but a lot more. I mean, that don't. is just. That, that I, don't is believe, a, I, don't, I think we're in a very progressive time. Like you said, gay marriage is becoming legal in a lot of different states. We've got a black president, for God's sake. Y'all can sit there and act like he's some Manjurian candidate who they handpicked and put him there to be a puppet. I don't believe that. I don't I, either. I, don't I still so believe either. in democracy. We have a black president with a black family. I believe but a lot too. of the bullshit that he's going through as the president is affected by his race. I feel like if they had picked him out to be president, he wouldn't be going through half the shit he has to go right. through with them motherfuckers. He, he stay having to battle Congress and shit. That's whole bullshit with the health care shutdown. That was nothing but Republicans flat out disrespecting Absolutely. the president. But listen, you're going to always have trolls. You're going to have trolls in every walk of life. I know. So that's why I can't look at life. You know, I, I understand the sentiment that you give it and I wish it could be that way but I just don't see it realistically Listen, being that way. I don't want to turn this into Al Sharpton so. Oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> so Julian Huff watch your face. Next year just be Ryan Seacrest for Halloween. See, see what you started putting, putting on that black face, Julian? <laughs> like, yes, thanks a lot. You did this. Okay, I was going to talk about love and hip hop but I don't really... Oh my god. You we, don't want to do Mona is anyway. doing everything she can to keep them niggas on the air, ain't she? She's trying. Let's talk about lies in hip hop New York. Let's That's know. lies in hip-hop New York. You know why? Because everybody on that show was perpetuating a fraud. 
Nobody on that show is who they say they are. I'm so glad someone's saying Except that. Except for, no, I'll tell you, it's three people on that show who are who they say they are. Joe Buttons, Tahiri, and K. Michelle. They ain't putting on no fronts, except for when K. Michelle walked off that property. Thank you. Yesterday. Thank you. Coming from nowhere. That Thank jet was parked. You got your yeah. ass on the M100 <laughs> and took your ass to LaGuardia, yeah. and they had you come off that plane, bitch. Yeah. Okay, but that was, it's all right. It probably was Teterboro, because that's where all the private jets coming in. <laughs> okay. But that was, she wasn't coming from nowhere. Hell no. No, no. But, Absolutely. And I haven't seen Saigon yet on there. Salute to Saigon. I haven't seen him yet on there. Listen. But Peter Guns, I, I kind of respect what he's doing. What? <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because okay. I, believe, I believe in polygamy. And I feel Hell like yeah, you do. I feel I feel like somebody has to take the L's and go out there and look like a jackass. So you women, Chris, realize that y'all gonna have to start doubling up soon. <laughs> you black women just gonna have to start doubling. I already up soon. believe in doubling up. There you go. <laughs> because, because one nigga is just not sufficient. No, no, no. I'm talking about a lot of African American men are in jail. A lot of African American men oh just Lord. ain't successful. Oh a lot Lord. of African American men are gay. Why? Hey, why y'all did you have to? Y'all this? gonna have to double up unless you're gonna date outside the race, which is cool too. But uh, other than that, I think that they would rather date outside the race. Right, well, we ain't gonna be too much of us left. We only make up fourteen percent of the population. I thought you now. meant us finding multiple niggas to handle no. whatever needs we may have. No, what? you women are gonna have to start doubling up. Oh, with one absolutely. Man. First of all, I don't even date men. But if I did, there's no <laughs> way in hell I would share a nigga with another girl. The fuck? What? You sharing him anyway? He gonna cheat? Okay. See, well, I'm not straight, so thank God for that. Charlamagne has zero faith in. I mean, Charlamagne is straight, so I have no idea what these niggas are out here doing. He has a better idea than I do. My thing is, first of all, I am deleting all two of the black butterflies. (laughs) 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 What the hell is that? First of all, this used to be like a like a trio of these sisters from Germany or whatever, and obviously Amina's the one who. Well, yeah, I mean, I know black, yeah, twenty years, right? And I, I was like, Amina Butterfly sounds like Black Butterfly. What this? And then it was her, yeah. And I'm just really disgusted <laughs> by her choices here, and just, sh- I mean, you saying that someone going out there taking the L like a jackass <laughs> for your cause <laughs> gives new light to it, because I really thought like. Why would you be on national television showing the world yourself going back and forth between two women? Well, Jay-Z like, said it best. Jay-Z said, you know, the first Indian over the hill, or the first cowboy over the hill, I can't remember if he was a cowboy Indian, but the first person over the hill is the first person to get hit. They're the ones that get all the gunshots, all the arrows, because they was the first person right. to do it. Yeah. P- uh, Peter, I started to say Peter Parker. That's Spider Man. Peter Guns is the first person <laughs> over the hill. Peter so, Guns is not a polygamist. Peter well, Guns is just a nigga. He need to be. What about Stevie J? <laughs> Stevie J. He, he, listen, nobody understood what Stevie J was trying to do. He was trying to bring Mimi and Jocelyn together as one big happy family. I don't know why they couldn't realize that was the best thing for them. Because don't nobody want to be on no sister wife shit behind a nigga that ain't shit. What else they got to do? Not the, well. I <laughs> well, mean, not them hoes ain't got, got nothing to do. to do. I'm not defending Stevie J in the slightest. Stevie J is, J is but the, the biggest reason, dickhead. The reason that he's gone so far with that story between those two women is because both of those women You are ain't idiots. never going to catch me defending neither one of them hoes. And both of these women on this on Peter Gunn's story, they look dumb too. Listen, I, except for Mama who slapped Black Butterfly in the face and I can't wait to that fucking episode. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure that I'm going to watch it and hate myself every single week. You know what Mina's recording? Whatever recording career she thinks she's going to have is never going to prosper because don't nobody like a side chick. 
Nope. Nobody exactly. Like that's my other thing. Who the fuck is gonna buy your album, bitch? Nope. No one's gonna buy your nope. album nope. when you're on TV portraying a sideline nope. hoe. No one's gonna support you. Nope. Side bitches. Side bitches won't even support you. The side what? bitches won't admit they side bitches, so they're not gonna support her and, and have to admit yeah, that they're side bitches. Because they won't come out and say it. That's true. And why the fuck does Rich Dollars have a career out of this shit? Who and the Olivia fuck is still Rich doesn't have one. How does Olivia still not have a career, but Rich does? I heard Olivia supposed to be on some HBO show. I gotta see it to believe it too. But HBO. Yes, that's what I heard. I heard if Lil Mama can bounce back. So how do you feel HBO about... HBO is that good cable, though. It ain't no way in hell Olivia's on that good premium cable. Carrie Hilson has been in like two blockbuster films. Anything's possible. For real? Yes. Not for longer than 36 seconds. But she was in them <laughs> shit. And she got her little check and she took her ass right back to whatever that basketball nigga's Child, name I was is. in that movie longer than Carrie Hilson was. Okay. Um, so how do you feel about Lil Mama in the TLC movie? I thought she did amazing playing left eye she did you know, right and, and I saw the tweet you tweeted out where you was like so little mama I want to say sorry I wanted to retweet it but I couldn't bring myself to do all that you know what I'm saying <laughs> I couldn't do you should have been the bigger man and done I, it you know, I did, somebody, cause you I, made her cry no I, technically I didn't but I understand what, why you would say that but <laughs> somebody had tweeted me and said what did you think of little mama's performance I just retweeted and said she killed it you know what I mean she did a great job she did she a phenomenal did. job right phenomenal way, way better than anybody would have thought but where does she go from here Cause this is a very what are you doing? I think she should stick to acting. She's gonna have to do urban movies though. She's not about to cross over, but she can do yeah. you know the barber shops and the beauty shops. And I, the... I still think Little Mama, you know her 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 ultimate destiny is to play Keisha Cole's mama Frankie in a biopic. Okay, so I think back to love and hip hop in New York. What? I want Erica Mena to go away. She could be on Love and Hip Hop New York. No, she couldn't. Don't just Little Mama nah. could be on Love and Hip Hop. Little Mama has proven that she has some sort of Yeah, talent. you're right. Yeah, she's a little bit more classier than that. <laughs> like, none of these bitches do anything. Can we talk about Rich Dollars aging like milk, though? He what, what, Whatever drug he's on, whatever he's drinking, I need to stay away from because Rich Dollars is aging terribly. And whenever he gets, like, excited or upset, it just starts to curdle and, and do <laughs> this, like, really weird, aggressive things that I can't. And you know what I hate? I hate that people outside of New York think that Rich Dollars is, like, some type, some type of big music executive. He is do not, they? Yes. He, Have people outside of New York ever heard of Rich Dollars? Because yeah. I just had if to they Google the it. Show? Yeah, because of Love and Hip Hop. Like, you know, they think he's some type of big music Olivia's executive. Olivia's manager, girl. I only watched the, ex-manager. She fired him. Uh, I only oh. watched enough of en- enough clips of this show to have an idea of what's happening. I fucking hate Love and Hip Hop New York. I think it is so stupid. I call it Lies and Hip Hop New York because, like I said, everybody on there perpetually. It's nowhere near. It's no way anybody thinks it's as good or better than the Atlanta version of this show. I like show. the Chrissy and Mr. Jones show, and the only reason I liked Love and Hip Hop to begin with was because of their story. I don't really. I've never seen Chrissy and Mr. Jones show. It's like it's good. Either, it, like it shows that you can have a reality show about a relationship or what have you, and it not be ratchet. Like so, it's can, like Tiny and Ti. Yeah, in a sense, it kind of okay. is. Except it's not I like twenty Tiny years. And There's only one. I like positive reality. I like Lala's show. I watch. Everybody says those shows don't get ratings. I watch the positive Hell reality yeah, show. Lala's on her fourth, fifth season. Right. Ti's on her on his third, fourth season. Right. Chrissy and Miss Jones on their second season. I like. They get ratings. It's just a common sentiment that I hear expressed from people who are pro, you know, ratchet shit, which is fine. I love some hood rat nigga shit myself too, but I love it. It's always space for the for the people who are actually doing something with themselves. I love the ratchet shit. It don't bother me in no way, shape, or form. As long as we keep big tips, taxes and all this other stuff to balance it all out. There you I go. Mean, I'm fine. Yeah, as long as white people on TV act as stupid too. Yeah, yeah that's you go. fine. 
That, and and that, now you can't even say anything. At one point, it was like it was nothing but niggas on TV acting stupid. <laughs> but now you have. Step on Jerry Springer. When white women started kissing Flavor Flav on TV, that was it. Yeah. All the shame is gone. Y'all are white women. Yeah. Your precious white queens are making out with Flavor Flav on VH1 right now. <laughs> That's disgusting. White people coon too, you know. But they just call it being goofy. Jim Carrey has been one of the biggest coons so in true. Hollywood forever. The whole jackass empire is nothing but coons. And, and it's funny. I love it. I and think, they millionaires. I love Johnny Knoxville. I love Steve-O. But that's, they, they cooning. Go on and get y'all's cool ass. If they was black, they'd be, we'd, Al Sharpton would be marching and trying to get MTV to remove. That's yeah, probably. That's why I say it's like, like to me all of that all of that is just labels and unnecessary titles. Like you know what my dude Andrew Schultz, salute to Andrew. He said what black people call coon and white people just call being goofy and silly. Well, that's all it is. Flavor Flav is just a goofy motherfucker that likes chicken. Oh hell. Well, I'm pretty sure the white people called us coon first. I mean, yeah, that's we not even debating. But yeah, that. we're not even going to go back to Julian and Miley. Let's, Listen, right, let's not go back. Let's not go backwards. We're done with our celebrity Whoa, section. Shit. Do you have a, a read or do you have anybody that you want to go off on since this is the read and that's what we do here? I mean, I don't necessarily have a read. I just, you know, you know, shout out to Rich Dollars. He's 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 aging like milk. <laughs> this is not and a friend of yours. You're, 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 <laughs> he's clear. not he's not a big time music exec. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, who is he broke? You know, <laughs> What has he done other than loving hip hop? He's just a reality oh, yeah, reality just... show star clown nowadays. That's all he is. Yeah. Period. Well, that's all most of them are, honestly. I know y'all are big fans of some of the people on those shows, but just because you had a hit 10 or 12 years ago and ain't did shit really since. And I hate how people think they're getting money. Those guys, ain't, they're not getting yeah. money. Nowhere near the money y'all think they make. Not even close. That, what's really sad, you talk to like the average young urban kid out here, they think being on these reality shows is making niggas rich. Yeah, Amina might be getting $1,500. Maybe. Maybe 2000 to do a show. They're not signing Jersey Shore contracts. You would know Hell about it. No. Why do you think each and every single one of these reality shows, one of them tries to come up with some catchphrase that they could put on a shirt and make some money? Yes, because they are because trying not... to make some actual money. Rich Dollars ain't making no money. You know what else pissed me off about Rich Dollars? His forehead. The wrinkles in his forehead look like them wave files on that damn cool letter. Did, right <laughs> did, did you and Rich Dollars get into it at some You know what I'm telling you? Rich used to be my man, but Rich called my phone Here one night. Here we go. Right? I was, I'm like, like, listen, I, I, don't, like, I don't discriminate. Like, if, if I'm watching television and I see some bullshit, friend or not, I'm going to say something about it because that's the right. type of person I am. Okay. Right. So he called my phone and goes, yo, motherfucker, stop fucking tweeting about me, motherfucker. You going to make me come see you. I told him verbatim, suck my dick. Now, you know you don't invite somebody to your dick unless you really want to follow. I said, fuck you, suck my dick, and hung the phone up on him. So he calls me back. I was just joking with you. I was just punking you. I was just playing. I was just playing. I was just, me and Peter Guns in the car I was just playing. Yeah, right. You thought I was going to be on some, oh, no, Rich, please. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Fuck you, suck my dick. And so ever since then, I just looked at him as a clown. I cannot. His, his whole perception of uh, my whole possession of him has changed from them. And he used to be he used to be cool with me, and I used to could call him a clown, and we would have conversations about him being a clown. <laughs> but now it's just like I don't fuck with him. So y'all fell out in like the last oh three. Oh my weeks? goodness! No, nah, no, nah, this is maybe man, last season of Love and Hip Hop. Oh, last That's season. Been, I don't fuck with him. Okay, well, wow. Well, maybe him. he was trying to you know secretly put you on the show like one of the Kardashians do. That's or, what I. That's what, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That's why when he called my phone with the acting nigga, I can act oh, too. Oh, he was about to have you. You was about to be a storyline. Yeah, I'm a thespian too, damn it. I do plays and I go to acting class too. I can turn up like a motherfucker too. Fuck you, nigga. 
fuck suck my dick. <laughs> now, hang up. Woo, all right. But, yeah. Yes. His, well, his, his for, the wrinkles in his forehead look just like them wave files on that cool edit pro right now. All right. <laughs> well, Charlemagne, you are like none other. Just a joy. And thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having Marie. me, man. I really enjoy this show. I think you two are like going to be like the future of like radio. Yeah, I told I, God, we, I we get so. a lot of comparisons to Wendy and you. Yeah, I told I told Chris Moreau that like I think that you know of course I, I don't even want to say fine tuning. You just have to get used to playing on a a a, a, a court with rules. It's like being an and one, and you beat the best in and one. Then when you get to the NBA, it's just different rules. Like you know you can't say curse, you can't curse, you can't say suck my dick. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> right. That's why to we'll me figure that out. Yeah, to me this is such a joy because I can come here and say suck my dick <laughs> on a microphone. We're not gonna edit you out. Yes, at all. and yeah. I love that. It's amazing. To and me. even though I don't necessarily agree with your opinion, I love how heartfelt and passionate you are about your opinions and how you just come in here and say whatever the fuck you want to. And if somebody don't feel feel a way about it, then oh what? That's what life is about. Life is just about opinions. That's why I understand how people really get mad in an argument. How can you get mad at somebody's opinion? You feel a way, great. You feel a way, great. I feel a way, great. We express our opinions. Keep it moving. Yeah. People be getting so mad like, no, you're wrong. No, she's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. None of us are wrong. It's just an opinion. That's it. Well, most people don't see it that way. Well, thank you for coming through. Hopefully we can have you on the show again sometime. Let's do it. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? Just want to remind you again real quick about our awesome sponsors over at Hulu Plus. As always, if you go to HuluPlus.com slash the read. You can take advantage of the extended free trial that they've got going on there. And girl, you know you want to, so you might as well click your life away. Right now, they got tons of new shows and they stay updating on all your favorite fall shows like Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like Top Model, like New Girl, The Mindy Project. It's awesome. And especially Scandal. Never forget that if you are unable to catch Scandal when it airs, you can log on to HuluPlus.com the very next day and watch the show online. We're giving you guys a free two-week trial. You can watch on so many different devices. They have literally thousands of TV shows and movies. So you guys have definitely got to head over to HuluPlus.com slash the read. Sign up for that free two-week trial now. It's usually $7.99 a month, but we're cutting a special deal just for you guys. And as always, we've tried to prepare you. Make sure that if you miss an episode of Scandal, that you just stay off of the internet until the next day that it's on Hulu Plus, and then you can get your life. All right? Go to H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S.com slash the R-E-A-D and get your life. And let us continue our show. So we're back. <laughs> we had so much fun with Charlemagne. That in was... here talking loud and crazy, yelling, yeah. screaming. I knew I was going to love that. That was yeah. great. That was a good Negro moment. So Thanks, Charlemagne. Let's... Let's get into our um, listener letters. Okay. As always, you guys, email us at asktherita at gmail.com with all of your questions. And we'll see if you get picked to be on the show. Our first question this week. Or actually, you know what? I don't even want to start with a question this week. Let's start with an update. Do you remember back in July, we gave advice to a teenager? I don't remember anything in July. I know, right? I'm about to refresh your memory. A teenager named Christopher wrote to us. And he was telling us how his stepdad was like verbally abusive and um, called him like a fag and oh yeah talked about his friends and all that stuff and he didn't know how to bring it up with his mom because his mom worked like night shift and was a nurse and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we gave Christopher advice, basically telling him, you know, definitely go to your mom about this and and stand up for yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So Christopher wrote back and said, 
Hey, guys. Finally, things have gotten better since the last time I wrote in July. My mother ended up talking to my dad about what was going on, and my dad apologized for his wrongdoing, and I decided to forgive him. But he's totally changed. Finally, after years, he's been giving me the time of day and is trying with me. I feel like he's trying to meet me halfway on things, but letting go of all the past shit is hard. I'm trying my absolute best to meet him halfway, too. I now feel like he's a part of my life again, and I'm being talked to like a human being, which is what I deserve from the beginning. Thank you both so much for the help. I'm doing a lot better in school now. I got my permit, and now I'm getting a job, and getting a car is coming up soon. Plus, I went to the doctor, and I was able to tell her that I no longer needed anxiety or depression fit pills oh i know so it's like everything has been turning around for christopher he said i finally feel worth something since fit since fixing issues with my dad and getting right with god but you guys have had an everlasting impact on my life thank you for everything signed christopher that was really sweet that was really adorable thank you christopher for letting us know about that i'm happy to hear it i'm so glad it worked out I uh, like when I get those updates. When man, especially when it was something to do with like your parents. So it was like important. Like, I mean, friends are important. Those are my favorite updates. Parents are important to so. And the updates from Jay and his scandalous oh God. dragging of his. I hope Jay's done dragging his not baby mama. Jay is legendary on the read. He's so. a legend. Okay. Let's dig- get into our new questions this week. And the first one comes from Kate who says, I don't know if you guys have answered this before, but what's the story behind introducing yourselves as another person at the beginning of the show each week? Did it get started as a joke or is there a reason for it? It definitely got started as a joke because both of us uh, lack sense. And I don't even remember. I remember clearly how this happened because we were. Oh, well, then you tell it because I don't know. You really don't remember any of it? I don't. I remember we did it one day and just playing, I think. Yeah. Well, we were in the studio and we had to start over multiple times because we were having a case of the giggles, which is so common for us. And (laughs) see, like right now. And, um,. And Kid Fury just made up a name. I don't remember. Do you remember the first name you said you were? Absolutely not. I don't remember the name he gave, but I said that I was Tifanasia Barento. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that because that used to be a really funny Twitter account that, like, was so rude and disrespectful. But (laughs) um, in post, after the the show was produced, our producer, Chris, sat down and was like, that shit y'all did with the fake names was so funny. Y'all should keep that going every week. And so... We just have done it every week. It just I love coming up with random names. At the yeah, beginning of the I mean, show. I've been. Listening I mean, you know to who the, the fuck I am. <laughs> you know, it's just it's fun. I mean, right? You you guys obviously know who we are, but it's just like I don't know. It's just fun for me, and I've been listening to nothing but the Electric Lady twenty four seven for the past seven days. So Melanie four five two two one is me. I am her. So, but it's just it was just a cute little cute little joke that started, and we keep going. Okay. All right. Next question. Let's see. I think our next question will be from Marie. Marie said, I'm a 25-year-old graduate student who still lives at home with my mother. I've been wanting to move out for years now because my mom and I are polar opposites and argue all the time, but I decided to stay so I wouldn't have to work while being in school. However, I'm getting sick and tired of feeling guilty or being punished for doing things I want to do. I've just started growing my natural hair out, and my mom is totally against it. She says that if my hair doesn't turn out like Tracy Ellis Ross's, then I'll look ugly. I told her that that was derogatory and ignorant, but she didn't care. 
She also buys me expensive gifts like the Mercedes she gave me for my birthday, but then threatens to take them away if I don't do exactly what she wants. I'm not even allowed to stay out past 1 a.m. without her blowing my phone up and threatening to take everything else away from me. I don't have any kids. I don't do drugs and I do well in school. So I feel like she's being unappreciative. I feel like I should have the freedom to be the woman I want to be. Should I get a job, save money and move out or am I overreacting and should just stay until I finish my degrees? The former. Yeah. Absolutely, girl. I could see if you were like 15 years old, but you're 25. And the sad truth about your mama's house is that as long as it's your mama's house, she can make whatever the fuck rules she wants. you. Thank you. I was just getting ready to say that. Girl, I feel your pain. I understand it. I think it's really fucked up that your mother would say that your hair doesn't look like Tracy Ellis Ross's. You're going to be ugly. Well, inferring that, not saying it outright, but saying, you know, you don't have the texture for this. Right. But I mean... Truth be told, Tracy Ellis Ross' hair is fantastic. But that's not okay. It's not an excuse. She shouldn't be saying things like that. And she should not be giving you gifts and then threatening to take over. Like, that's... I get it. So, I understand. I mean, right. And you're grown, but, so the whole 1 a.m. thing is just like, Mama, yeah, really? Yeah, like, what are you doing? I, I really... I want you to understand that we 100% get where you're coming from. Unfortunately, the sad truth, as Chris mentioned, is that as long as you... Why do you think parents everywhere say it all the time? <laughs> because it's the fucking truth sis as long as you are under her roof you gotta just do whatever the fuck she says especially if you live in referee it's her it's her rules like you just there's nothing else i like I'm, i'm 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 sympathizing with you so hard but then i think about like my own life and if i was paying for somebody else to live like financing their life and they had the nerve to tell me that they couldn't follow the rules I set in my house. Okay, girl. Well, that's really cute for you. And you're at the age where legally you can do whatever you want to do. So if you don't like the rules in this house, then please feel free to go get your and own I'm house. And I'm sure that is essentially what your mother is going to say to you. And you, you do not want to put like... yourself through that kind of street. You do not. You are already in graduate school. You don't have to work. That is a huge blessing. You don't have to pay bills. Another big ass blessing, girl. Graduate school don't last but two years at the most, three if you're doing law. So get how- you a job, save up, get the hell out your mama's house, and go have the freedom to do whatever. Why would you want to be like, no. just go and, and move out and have the freedom? Absolutely not. Do- Stay your ass at home and do what your mama say to do until you graduate and then go get your life. Are you kidding? I would say move out. Uh-uh. I, I, I absolutely disagree. I 100% disagree with that. I mean, you if go you can the, stick it out for two years, listen. Two years is not that long in the grand scheme of things. You, no, I'm not saying that. I'm For me personally, if I was in graduate school and this was my mother, I would just be like, oh, girl, two years, two years, oh, my God, two years. That's how I would think about it. But she wants, like, it seems like she needs some instant gratification or some advice because she's just at her wit's end. And so, honey, if you can't take it for an additional two years, then get you a job, move the hell out where you can do whatever the fuck you want to. You just go have an extreme difference in terms of, you know, getting through school and paying for whatever and so forth and so on. So, I mean, it's up to you. But I just feel like if you can't stick it out, then go do whatever the fuck you want. And if you can, then stay at home. I I really do see that, but I feel like you... You should be able to suck it up. This, I mean, your mama, her her remarks about your hair are shitty, okay? She don't want you out past 1 a.m. That sucks. But for me, I'm looking at that, and then I'm looking at the fact that you get free groceries, you have a car, somebody pays for you to live. You don't have to worry about rent or TV or phone or any other bullshit. Your bills get paid, and you don't have to pay them, and you get to focus on school, which is the optimum situation to be in. Don't fuck that up. Just because you want to be able to stay out at night and do whatever and, and do, you know, whatever it is you feel like doing. What? 
a smaller sacrifice now is a bigger payoff later, I think. But if it's just driving you that crazy, then yeah, you got to get out. You can't demand. What's not an option is asking your mama to change her rules for you. Like, if you can talk to her about it and she agrees to let up, that's fine. But you can't demand or twist her arm into anything. I mean, girl, it's up to you. So what you want to do? Good luck with that. Do you want to do another one or you yeah. want to move on? Okay. Well, our last question is from Olivia. And she says, I'm from Houston and I'm having a problem. I have a new coworker who is a fuck bitch. I thought she was going to say I'm from Houston. I have a problem. Too many fine people. <laughs> There's a lot of fine people in Houston. That's true. Houston, I, first of all, I love Houston, Texas. Shout out to everybody down there. Um, your weather is glorious. And number two, Houston does have Houston does have some fine ass people. I just male and female. It's yeah. remarkable. And it's it's either it's like if you're not fine, you're ugly. It's like to yeah. me, there's like I I've never seen like an in between. That's besides the point. Go ahead. The weave is better in Houston too. Fantastic. Okay, go then ahead. Then it isn't anyway. Um, okay. So the new coworker is a fuck bitch. She's a transfer employee from New York and <laughs> really wish I had read that next sentence before we just sat here and said all that. But now I'm having a problem because she came in trying to run shit like she's the fucking president of the company. And she makes all these smart ass remarks about Texas and says things like, I hope your horse doesn't break down on the way home or you're probably dating your cousin and shit like that. I'm trying to be a mature adult because fighting isn't something that I do, but she's asking for it. On top of that, she made a comment about my fiance and I almost snatched her edges. She makes comments about my hair because I'm natural and she tells me things like I'm pretty for a brown skin girl. I just play it off and throw shade at her ass since she's already slept with three co-workers and she's been here for four months. But I'm trying to figure out if I should tell her off completely or just brush it off. What advice do you have for Olivia? First of all, um, Olivia just took it too far. I was almost rocking with Olivia because... Me being from Miami, Florida, and moving to New York, I talk about New York all the time. Most of anybody who will listen, you don't even have to listen. Yeah, I'm you could just, just be in the vicinity of Kid Fury. He's going to tell you how much he hates New York. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But it's it's kind of to me, it's because it's just drastically different from what I'm used to. And so, I kind of would understand her coming to you know going to Houston and just making you know little remarks about you know, Texas or whatever, because she's from a New York girl or whatever. She probably would have done the same, you know, if she moved to L.A. or whatever. I get that. All that extra shit, talking about your fiancé and your hair and all that, that's just taking it way too far. And I don't recommend that you say anything to her. I think that... Hmm. I mean, Because the problem you can, is... You can handle this like a real bitch or... Or you can you handle did. it like a corporate bitch. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because to me, I don't want to say, I don't want you to say, I don't want you to do what I would do. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Because that's why Kid Fury works for Kid Fury because Kid Fury don't like people and I don't like working with people and I don't like bitches like that. And I don't like being put in a position where if I act the way that I would like to act, I could lose my job. So I don't want you to say, because... Knowing myself, if I roll up on you and I'm trying to address, you know, some confront you about something as an adult, you got one time to say some shit I don't like, yeah. and that's the end of it. Yeah, like you have one time to say something that rubbed me the wrong way, and I am going to tap dance on your sternum. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. You know, if you're a bitch like me and that's how you roll, <laughs> then I mean, I just I wouldn't suggest that route. Um, well, and I, I would, have a job, so as somebody who has wait to minute, work with other people, slow down. I have a job. Okay, I meant I have a job outside of the home. Okay, I work for somebody else. 
Thanks. I'm not saying that you're unemployed. Obviously, we get paid. I was but, just clarifying. Okay, girl. We know you get checks. Okay. So, anyway, as somebody who is employed by others, <laughs> Kim Fury's doing a hair flip, by the way. Um, what I would say is when she when she's like superficially petty and saying little things about Houston, just say a little shit about New York. right? Yeah, exactly. Because these motherfuckers are so sensitive about this raggedy ass city that I love so much. But they are so sensitive about this shit. They get real mad at the smallest. That's why Kendrick Lamar had everybody in New York City panties in a wad for like four days. Niggas was lying, saying they was going to go to the studio and make like fucking responses to Kendrick Lamar and shit. All because Kendrick Lamar said he was the king of New York. That was it. All you have to do is say some little shit like that to turn New Yorkers up. I was on Instagram and posted a photo of myself at the laundromat like, oh God, I still can't, I'm not used to this shit yet. I think I'd lived here at that point for like three and a half weeks. And I was like, I'm just not used, I'm just not used to having to go to the laundromat. And somebody was in my comments like, well, with all due respect, you can take your ass back home. Like, I was like, girl, I'm not even talking about New York. I'm just talking about washing my clothes in public. Right, I'm just saying I haven't lived without a washer and dryer. Like, calm down. They're very sensitive about this city. So when she says something about Houston and y'all being country fuckers or whatever, which isn't even true, you want to see some country motherfuckers, you can go to Oklahoma City. Now, that's some shit where you will see horses on the highway. I love my city, but the shit is country. Can you ride them? I mean, yeah, niggas be riding them. Wait, wait, wait. Like they the, ride horses on the like highway, on the, not on the not on the road, Lord. The but like cars, on the side yeah. of the yeah, it is not uncommon to see horses on the side of the highway, especially like in cops Spencer. are just like na- shout normal. out to Spencer where everybody is a black cowboy and them niggas ride around openly in just, the streets on horses. Just yes. for fucks, yeah, just, because just because I have a horse and I'm gonna ride it. Just because a horse is a good way to get around, you know why? Because all it needs is to shit and eat and sleep. It doesn't need gas, which costs money. You can buy you some oats and shit's way cheaper than gas, and you ain't got that far to go but you don't want to walk your saddle so up you that literally saddle up your fucking horse if you, you need a saddle out. if you real you don't and you ride your ass on to the convenience store where i have seen yes spencer oklahoma and they just tie their horse up outside the, the spencer convenience. is like a black suburb of oklahoma city is like off to the side of oklahoma city and that is where a whole lot of black cowboys are and that is the way of life yes and i love it i love spencer oklahoma shout out to y'all all right well, so but anyway what was we talking about I would not suggest. Oh, your coworker. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just... If she shades New York, I mean, if she shades Houston, she shades New York. And there's That'll plenty to say. Off. Be like, okay, bitch. I mean, we might ride our horses home, but at least I got a backyard to put it in. Because <laughs> these niggas up here, a backyard is foreign to these motherfuckers. They don't know what you're talking about. Can you Google it? Can they phone a friend? They don't know what. You can talk about central air. Yeah. You can talk it's about it's a whole like, lot to say. You could be like, at least I control the temperature in my house. When I want the heat <laughs> to be on, all I have to do is push a button and the heat comes on. Do you know that life? Because they don't. You see these brown things with these green stuff? Those are trees. We have those here. I have I know my that's own new too. in my yard. Yeah. I can go outside and still be on my property. <laughs> I don't have to go downstairs. To leave my house. <laughs> I have to go downstairs to go get my mail. I'm just I'm on my property all the time. I can go outside whenever I want to, and I'm still on my property. <laughs> so. Do not shade this woman. Like, seriously, if you know that you'll whoop her ass, just talk to a supervisor or HR or something about it. If you feel like you have a common, I mean, like a calm 
adult conversation with her and get her to, you know, understand that she needs to stop trying you, then, you know, do that. So the choice is yours. Should be all right. Go for it. Let me know. I I say give it, give it to a little bit back. But if y'all can't definitely shade her a little bit back. But if it goes further than that and you find yourself getting hostile, like maybe after y'all tease each other a little bit, she'll cool out and y'all will be cool. Who yeah, because every some bitches they just need some you to light like a little fire under their ass and let you let them know, or bitch, just I'm to know that one. you can hang with them. Like, and that's cool. That could be the end of it, or it could turn out that y'all feel more animosity toward each other. In which case, you need to go on ahead and end that shit right there before you get fired. At that point, you need to get a supervisor involved to be like, listen, me and this bitch don't get along, and I'm not interested in losing my job. So here's what's happening, and how can we fix it? Right. It's not worth your check, honey. Good luck. And as always, y'all, email us your questions, asktheread at gmail.com, and let's move on. All right, y'all. As always, do not forget to go over and check out our good friends at Audible. If you go to audiblepodcast.com slash read, you can take advantage of a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Child, they got tons of titles, and it includes The Four Agreements. I've told y'all about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Get your life, literally, your life together. You guys know we spend so much time on the train up here in New York and you have to stay occupied. So that's why I love Audible. I'm able to read and listen to my books and sync back and forth with my Kindle. They've got Whisper Sync, which is a great feature that allows you to pick up your place. Whatever kind of book you're looking for, they've got it. You're looking for dramas, murder mysteries, comedies, nonfiction. It's all available at Audible. Head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read. You can get a free 30-day trial at Audible and a free audiobook. So download whatever you want. Take a look at all the titles. Find what looks good. Download it to your phone or any other device that you can use as an e-reader and enjoy. Mindy Kaling's book, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me or Not? So funny. I love that book. book. It's good. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D and try it out. And let's continue the show. All right. So now it's time (laughs) for us to close out the program here with our read section. It is. And I am just, I don't have, we, I've already touched on it briefly with the whole blackface and everything. And I just don't even, I can't, I I just can't. It's totally fine. We've been talking our asses off all day. Yeah. Um, I have a read. Great. And my read this week is directed towards the people of SeaWorld. Now. What? Okay, so you haven't heard. There's this new documentary out called Blackfish. And they played it on CNN. I think it comes out on DVD in a couple weeks or something like that. Um, But it's a movie. Um, I don't know if you remember, like, the story about this killer whale at SeaWorld that killed this woman. Um, that sounds vaguely familiar, though. Was but this I mean, a couple of years ago or something? There have been, like, a few... This happens every now and then. Yeah, it does. But this... But then people are always just like, oh, kill a whale, though, girl. Like, what did you expect? Right, I mean, it's called... I mean, it's right there in the title. It's like asking right. what's on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's right. Exactly. So, the um... all you need. But no, there was this, this incident where this whale named Tilikum killed a trainer named Don Branshaw in SeaWorld. And um, the documentary basically just sheds light on um, the way that these people capture these killer whales and have done it since, like, the 70s or something and take them, ship them off to these water or these animal parks 
and keep them locked up in these tiny, tiny... First of all, it teaches you a lot about animals. And I'm a very, very big animal fan. I tell people all the time, I think dogs are better than people. I think animals are better than people. Oh, yeah, we know. Um, And I've also... I've always been like enchanted by like aquatic animals seriously yes, i just think that they're beautiful so um you know it really it shows you the way that they they capture the animals and it teaches you a lot about them and one thing about it that really made this movie heartbreaking is that killer whales their brain like they they have emotions they're very very in tune with their emotions mm-hmm. and they their emotions are very similar to that of humans. And so when you would see like 1971 or something and these people, these hunters are out there capturing baby killer whales because it would be easier for them to ship them because they're smaller or whatever. Even though like a two-year-old Tilikum at two was like 14 feet long or something. Um, and they show you these whales being captured from their community and taken away from their family. And the reaction that you see from the other whales is mind-blowing. Because oh, no. it really, it really, they react like, it was like some shit you would expect to see in like Free Willy or like some kind of animal movie. That's how they're very like adults. Are they like, why are you taking my sister? Or? Right, like adult killer whales stay by their, their mother for their whole lives apparently. Like killer whales kind of move in like a matriarchal community and so they showed like this clip i don't want to tell the whole movie but they showed this clip like in the 70s of these people taking this baby whale which was tilikum i suppose away from the other like the community like catching it they put this net up so like the whole community can't escape and then they catch the small ones that they want and then they let the net down so the rest of them can leave but the other ones don't leave they sit there by the boat and call no. out to the other ones oh, no. and they, so it's just so like like, like they absolutely know what's happening. they know what's happening and then they take them and they just show you like a lot of the really horrible stuff that these whales have gone through and kind of like the psychosis and and shit that these animals go through but more than just that like they take some of the babies away from one park take them away from their mother and then send them to another park and then you see the mother whales just like sitting there and like freaking out like it's just really but what's worse about it is is that the people who own these parks clearly did not know enough about these animals growing up i would go to like miami seaquarium and see these animals and stuff like that i always assumed that the trainers who were in the water with them knew everything about them yeah i thought that they were like they studied them and stuff but in actuality these are niggas who just have a good person a good personality and can swim that's it and like animals they don't know shit about them and so they they don't even really right they don't even really that's how they don't know like the effect that their actions have been taking like most of the trainers clearly love the animals and you like the whole documentary had several interviews from former SeaWorld trainers so you could like you know what's going on but they don't know enough about these animals like scientifically to see that what they're doing is just fucked up you would think that that would be extremely important you would think you would need like years of animal related training you would have to be on like a vet I thought they were vets who like to swim right exactly that's what I thought they were I thought these people had like white coats on when we didn't see them in the water I had no idea it was just niggas with a part time job 
Exactly. Like who could exactly Whoa, that? What the fuck? But these animals have just like, apparently like when they're in captivity, they lose their mind and like obviously, you know. And so, but the thing that's really fucked up aside from all of that is that this particular whale Tilikum had killed people before. But the company would cover it up even when he killed this woman Dawn in like 2010, I think. Yeah. They tried to blame it on her and say that she slipped and fell in the water. I remember that. Or that you know it grabbed her ponytail when in actuality this nigga was frustrated and was like you know what I'm sick of your shit and like grabbed her by her arm and like mutilated this woman and SeaWorld tried to blame her like so not only are you like I remember that I remember the conversation being well why would you da 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 like I remember the uh, it was like almost automatic it was but I remember the story being framed that way is this woman had done something wrong and that was why the whale had just attacked her instead of it just being the whale's instinct to be pissed at being snatched from his family and, and just friends, being sick and, and tired of the out. shit. But wow. the unfortunate part is that the trainers really did. You could tell they really loved the animals. Yeah. They were the ones who were going there every day, petting them and playing with them, kissing them, giving them fish and thinking that they were making these animals happy. They don't know shit about these animals and they don't know that the animals are fucking losing it. And they, like it, it's just yeah. like it's a really, really dark like perspective on animal parks and it just really it, it upset me and the damn whale is still there at SeaWorld working every single day wow. let that nigga go and like they want to act as if oh well no this is one sided because SeaWorld has you know rescue programs and rehabilitation programs and stuff like that yeah sure that you don't fund Mm. that you work alongside of and sure you have your rescue programs and your rehabilitation programs but at its core SeaWorld is a park it is a business and y'all have been trying to maintain the idea that these animals love being there and they love playing with humans and they're so friendly so that all these kids can beg their parents to come to this park and look at the amazing whales that think just like people and buy your damn stuffed animals and spend money at your parks meanwhile you are mistreating these animals and mocking the people who actually give a fuck about them the old man who was in the 70s on that boat who stole them whales away from their family was Cry, he said he was crying as they were doing it. Yeah, like, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would, I really would not have. If they had all, if we had taken one and left the rest behind, and they all sat there and calling for the nigga they was missing, I would have been like, okay, let him turn him loose. They just gonna have to fire me. I cannot do this. Not only, well, I'm not gonna tell the the movie, but it's just. I'm disgusted. It sounds interesting. You said Blackfish? It's called Blackfish, and I think they're playing it again on CNN tomorrow, Friday. Hopefully it's out on DVD in time for the holidays. Yeah, I think it comes out on DVD in a few weeks. So just check it out. I promise you that you, if you cry at movies, you will. And, you know, I don't want to discourage you from watching it, though. It actually really is a very good movie, and it made me side-eye the fuck out of SeaWorld. I've been to SeaWorld once other. as a child, but I've always hated animals. And so I kind of went to SeaWorld because I was forced. It was a group activity, I think with the church or something. So I've everybody was always, going and I had to go, but I despised every moment of it. I've I actually never been to SeaWorld. I've been to Miami Seaquarium. Um, but I've never been to SeaWorld before. I've always wanted to go. But every time my family ended up going to Orlando, it was always trumped for uh, Disney World and all that. So oh, we never yeah. actually made it to SeaWorld. But I've never been to Disney World. I've been. Oh, girl. What? Never. 
It's going to be one of those things I do as an 70 adult. and go to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not like sad or anything. But I've always just loved animals and I've always, actually, the funny thing is I've never liked zoos because I've always gone to the zoo and thought that those animals looked miserable. They've always <laughs> looked to me like, girl, I guess this is my life now. Like, yeah. all right, whatever. Like, they feed me, I guess, and brush me. This is what it is. I have never enjoyed but, going to the zoo, ever. But for some reason, like going to Miami Sea Aquarium and going and like watching the SeaWorld commercials and watching the videos of them at SeaWorld playing with it. I always it always looked like those animals were so happy because that's what they wanted you to think they want you to think that these animals are just gleeful as fuck they trained them to do that stuff and some of the stuff that they did to them to train watch the movie okay fuck SeaWorld I hate y'all all right I'm well, done and that wraps up another episode of the read as always Woo. you can send us your questions at ask the read at gmail.com if you want to read for the show you can send it to pass the read at gmail.com um, Check out every to, episode on thisistherea.com. On iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio Talk. Um, do not forget to check out our sponsors over at Hulu Plus. If you go to huluplus.com slash three, you can try out the extended free trial and watch all of your favorite shows as always. Um, and we have to mention our good friends over at Comedy. Yeah, we have an exciting announcement for Comedy Gives Back. Who says you can't just sit back, laugh, and make a difference in the world? Please tune in on November 6th. That's coming up, like, next week, y'all, to watch Comedy Gives Back's 24-hour live stream benefit for Malaria No More on Dailymotion.com. It's a full day of outrageous, irreverent comedy for a great cause. Donating as little as $1 to Malaria No More saves a life. You can can donate donate and learn more at ComedyGivesBack.com. And don't forget to check out the event on November 6th right on DailyMotion.com. Thank you guys so much. Yes, go ahead and check that out and donate. And make sure that I see y'all tonight at Crime Scene in Manhattan for Kid Fury's Trilloween. You're not ready for my Halloween costume. I don't even want to know what it is. I'm not going to tell you, but bitch, you're not ready. I just ordered it Monday. I'm excited. I had to get it like overnighted. Well, I'm just going to go run to a Halloween store and just find something. Okay. All right. Well, Pray don't for forget me. to check uh, comedygivesback.com, Facebook and Twitter, slash This Is The Read, to follow us on social media, Kid Fury and Crystals on Twitter. Anything else? I think that's about it. Shout out again. Thanks to Charlemagne for coming on the show. And shout out to Francesca Cheska Lee, who came on the show a couple of times before we went to Black Girls Rock. Um, a few days ago, and that's airing the next Sunday, I believe, November 3rd is when that show airs. And we had a good time, and um, it was pretty, pretty amazing. That was my first, like, award show, so I have fun. Thank you so much, Francesca, again, for just being a dope friend and inviting me along with you. And um, I hope you guys enjoy the show. You might even see me. I've heard um, I'm on the tape a few times, so we'll see if that actually makes it to air. Well, shout out to Lush Expressions. Um, they put on a dope fashion show in Brooklyn that, like, the exact same time. And yeah. I had fun there. And they did, like, an awesome Beyonce tribute. I had so many questions from pe- people asking me where you were. Oh, yeah, I was there. Amber, the lovely Miss Amber Riley, I finally got the chance to meet her in person. She was like, where is Fury? My sis, I love her. Yeah. Okay, girl. Just BFFs with your famous ass. That's all from us. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Goodbye. Bye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out. Yada yada. 
and bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.